and we're on. All right. If we have to dance a little bit. Oh yeah, a little dance. <laughs> I can't stop moving. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Hello, friends out there. Welcome to another edition of Heart and Hustle Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I'm Paulette Reese Denis, and I have a great guest today. I'm so excited to actually meet her. I've never met her. This is Heather Craig. And to tell you all about herself, but she is a mover. She is quite the mover. Because <laughs> you know me, I love to move that body. And and um, so Heather, um, well, hey, hi, welcome. Hey, good to be here. <laughs> I'll start just blabbing for a while, and then I'll forget to talk to you. So. <laughs> So I want to talk with you and yeah. thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with us and all these great people out here watching. Um, so why don't you just jump right in and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so hi everybody. I'm really happy to join you in cyberspace. It's funny. I'm not the most technologically savvy person. So um, meeting everyone on this platform is actually very exciting for me. It feels like a big leap. So Thank you for all being here. Um, so yeah, I am based here in Portland, Oregon, and I am a fitness professional. And I've also been a dancer my entire life and also a pretty avid raver for most of my adult life. And so, yeah, like super fun, right? So um, I teach a variety of group fitness classes. I'm also a personal trainer. I lead international yoga and fitness retreats every year. Um, and then I'm the founder of this really great fitness class called Booty Love Fitness. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I it's like, so fun. It's just, it's an absolute blast. And I designed it, um, gosh, seven years ago is when I first started teaching it. I got it trademarked in 2012. And so now I own it nationally. And um, basically what Booty Love is, is it's a class that helps people, but women more so. I, I tend to get more women in my classes than men. Um, it helps them develop a positive connection between their brains and their booties. So a lot of times we're sitting on our glutes a lot. So what that leads to, this is a real thing, is gluteal amnesia, where literally your um, booty muscles forget how to contract. Wow. And yeah, it's a thing. And so when that happens, it leads to all sorts of dysfunction in the body. So think like knee pain, hip flexor tightness, low back tightness, all sorts of things. So with Booty Love... I wanted to design a class that had um, really dark, dirty bass without misogynistic lyrics, because I'm over that. Um, and, uh, and that also is a fusion of a lot of the things that I'm really passionate about. So the Booty Love class is a fusion of yoga, Pilates, kickboxing, ballet bar, functional training. Um, and then we do what I've dubbed um, booty breakdowns where every so often when we've done enough of our squats and our lunges and our balance work and it's getting a little um, intense, we'll take some time and we will unpack some twerking moves, which is super fun. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's great because I really, in all of my classes and all my training, I really strive to help people um, focus on how they feel rather than how they look when they're doing movements. And so to find ways to move that feel really strong and balanced in the body and then also help to create more muscular balance in the body as well. Um, 
So yeah, that's that. I mean, I'm, I'm a busy girl. I teach and, you know, I teach and I do things all the time. Um, but it, it's she all fun. told me that she was in Borneo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I do a lot of traveling. So if any of y'all out there have any ideas for um, retreat locations, um, I was just in Borneo in August teaching at the Rhythms of Rimba Wildlife and Ecology Festival and scoping out locations there. Um, I do retreats every year in Mexico on the East Coast, so like in Tulum and then also in Baja. And then I'm also scouting out locations in the Bahamas and Nicaragua. So if y'all have any suggestions, I'll totally go there and scope it out. Well, a lot of our people live around the globe, so. Awesome. <laughs> so I love it, I love it. Another fellow traveler, I get to travel around the world and teach too, and it's, it's a, quite a blessing, and I'm so full of gratitude for the work that I can do. And the work that you do is, is so complimentary to the work that I do. Yeah, for sure. It's just like, I've gotta to talk to you, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, I really believe that our body is our temple. Mm-hmm and to to love it and honor it and to do the work so that it works for you yes right especially as we age my cat here is deciding to have a conversation with me oh good i love kitties i have two myself here's this is princessa little princessa. <laughs> he's quite the talker yeah yeah she needs to get in shape too <laughs> <laughs> she's an older girl anyway um and i just love you know, the work that I do between the belly dancing and the dance and desire um, and the coaching, um, the spiritual and energy healing work, it's all, you know, it's all body centric. It's all about us. It's all about self-care. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't take care of ourselves first, nothing else works. And I, I know so many people, a lot of my clients, even a lot of my students who yeah, I need to lose a little weight or I need to get in better shape or someday I'll do that. And it's like, honey, someday is now. Mm. now. Well, it's true. And you know, what I always tell my clients is that um, one good habit sort of snowballs into other good habits and vice versa. You know, so, um, you know, because I've been raving for a long time, I've been like very much in the electronic music scene for a super long time. Um, and, you know, I love having my friends come to my classes because it's really great. And I'm always talking to them about how, you know, if they have a training appointment with me on Friday morning, that means they can't go out and rage on Thursday night, <laughs> you know? And, and so like, it's all about sort of setting ourselves up for success. And if we want to make positive changes in our lives, we have to set the foundation for that. Yep. You know, it, it won't, it won't just happen. But the more that we do these positive things for ourselves, the easier it becomes to do it. And, and why wait for tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what is better than feeling great? Right. I mean, if I feel like shit, you know, yeah. I, I can't do the work I'm supposed to do. I can't live with happiness and joy and I can't give to the people that I serve, which is my deepest, um, reward, right? Mm -hmm, you know, for sure. Why wait for tomorrow? And tomorrow may never come. <laughs> well, it's true. And it's like, if we, I feel like, especially as women, if we are not taking care of ourselves, we can't really take care of anyone else. And my, I'm quite an environmental and social advocate. And 
I've been really lucky because in a lot of my fitness classes and with a lot of my clients, we can move through like trapped emotions and frustrations and all of that. And we can move it through and we can move it out and then we can put it somewhere that makes sense in the world, you know? Um, and so I've been working with, um, in a lot of my booty love classes in specific, when we're doing things like hip bridges and sort of like lifting and lowering our hips to the sky, um, I always tell my ladies to um, try and break the glass ceiling with their pubic bone. And that's really fun. And, you know, just like really working on harnessing the power that we have in our bodies so that then we can go out and serve much more effectively. I'm so curious on how you had gotten involved in the, this whole tech festival, the whole the, yeah. the, the path that you're on. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, my, um, I grew up in South Texas, in, uh, right along the border of Texas and Mexico. And it was a very conservative, Catholic, um, not the most cultured place. Mm -hmm. And um, I moved out like as soon as I possibly could. Um, and then when I went to University of Texas in Austin to get my degrees, I started to get really involved in the electronic music scene. And I just loved it. Like I, cause I've always loved dance and you know, I just, I really loved getting really dressed up and just dancing all night and all day. And like, you know, just the whole scene. It was so fun. Like covering myself in glitter. It was just so fun, you know? Um, and then as I did that more and more, um, it started to be that all my friends started to be like DJs and producers and then the people that threw the festivals. And so, um, I started getting more and more involved in helping out and like volunteering at the big electronic music festivals. Um, and then once I developed booty love, I was like, Oh, I should teach because at a lot of the big, um, festivals, the outdoor ones, the ones that last for like three or four days at a time, they'll have really fantastic yoga classes and fitness classes and dance classes and meditation classes. So there's so much to do during the day where you can take these amazing workshops from these really fantastic instructors. And um, so I started teaching there and it's been really fun because I get to teach on these stages. It's like being, it's like being Madonna, you know, like I have these like huge speaker systems and like the mic, you know, oh, yeah. and it's, it's so fun. And, and we'll be on this stage that is an epic piece of art, you know, deep in the middle of the forest, all lit up, all crazy, you know, and, and I get to teach people that are in like all sorts of different states of mind, you know, yeah. and we get to just come together and do the thing. And it's so fun. It's great. And when I teach at festivals, I get a lot more men that come to class. Right. Um, yeah. Because when I teach in a studio environment, um, it's a bit more of a thing. You have to sign up ahead of time. The classes are always full or waitlisted. It's primarily women that come. When I teach at festivals, I get half men and half women. And the dudes love it. They have, they have the best time too. It's just um, outside of a festival, I think they get a little bit more intimidated to come. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's really fun and, and having, having that background has really informed um, the music that I play in my classes um, because I really wanted to curate a musical space where the beats were dirty, but nothing was happening lyrically that was misogynist or demeaning or violent. 
because I feel like I've, you know, I've been in the industry a long time and I take so many classes and so often, you know, the beat will be great, but the message is terrible. Right. And when we move, we are sending it up and out. Right. And so it's like, what sort of energy do we want to be contributing to? You know, what, what sort of vibe and what sort of future do we want to be contributing to with our movement, with our dance? Well, and not only sending it out, but feeling it here. Exactly. It's definitely a big component of my tribal groups class. It's like, it is music that makes me super happy. Mm-hmm. Dance and it makes me just feel great. Yeah. Dance, dance, dance. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's super fun. And, and it's, it's a place where, you know, you can really take people to church and to create a sense of empowerment, you know, and especially in booty love and in all my classes, really, but especially in booty love, the whole focus is moving for you, you know, so each person is moving in a way that feels good to them. We're not twerking for anyone else. You know, we're, we're, we're not, we're not doing our booty shimmies to please anyone else. It's because it feels good to us, mm-hmm. you know? And so when we're dropping it low, it's not because someone else tells us to, you know, it's because maybe, maybe I tell them to, but other than that, okay. you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely tell them to, um, but you know, it's because it, it feels good, you know, and, and it's, it's definitely, I think we need as much empowerment as we can get right now. And so it's, it's just one small way that I can contribute to that. It's beautiful. That's so yeah. awesome. I love it. And so, you know, the name of this series is Heart and Hustle. So mm-hmm. obviously you are following your heart. You've been doing this a long time. Definitely. How, how and why did you want to become an instructor and, and do this? Yeah. Um, So I've always been a bit of a teacher. Like I'm the oldest of four girls. So I'm always sort of telling people what to do. Um, And like, really, I'm, I'm a little bossy. Um, And then before that I was teaching um, English as a foreign language down in Mexico. Um, And I, you know, I always, I loved teaching. And then I got my yoga certification and I was doing that a lot and um, running bikini boot camps and, you know, different retreats down in Tulum in the Mayan Riviera. And I just started to notice that people, they needed more than yoga. You know, they needed to be doing cardio, they needed to be doing strength training and just have like a more balanced approach to being in the body. And so I started to just accrue as many certifications as I could from everything from, you know, spinning to ballet bar to kettlebells to personal training all of it. And, um, the more that I taught, the more that I loved it. And the more that I taught, the more I wanted to learn both in school and from my students. Um, I just, I feel like it's a really important thing to hold space for people and to allow them to just come in and turn their brains off a little bit you know, and to guide them through something that is safe and is effective and will greatly benefit their lives. And then they can get back to whatever else it is that they have to do. But for that hour, they can just do themselves, you know, and it's so special. I mean, I have students that I've had for six years now that have been coming religiously to class and it's such an honor. You know, it's such an honor to be able to 
to be that person, you know, and, and to, to learn from them and to listen to them and to take their suggestions. And I have so many people that come to class, like mothers and daughters, aunts and nieces, grandmothers and granddaughters, and, you know, so many friends that have brought their friends in. And so it's been really special too to get to know my students and then get to know their extended network and beyond. Lovely, lovely. How about this? So a lot of, a lot of our people are, um, a lot of our viewers here are dancers and, and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And as, as, as we're both entrepreneurs, what has been a, one or a couple of your, your biggest hurdles? Oh gosh. It's yeah. to build because, but because what you do is you have in-person classes, mm -hmm. you travel and teach, and then you mm -hmm. do online classes. Yes. Right? And that's, that's like what I do. Um, so how did, how have you gotten to where you are? What's been hard? Yeah. So I would say the biggest hurdle as far as like leveling up goes is making that transition from the live classes, like an hour of work and an hour of pay, right? Or the live personal training to developing the infrastructure for my online classes. Um, because it's, you know, it's simple enough to film the videos and, and to do all that. It takes a lot of work, right? But it's doing all the back end stuff to facilitate the user experience. So for me, the most challenging part was getting my website built. And then after that, finding the right developer and the right designer who could help me set up the subscription service. Mm -hmm. Because the, the way my videos work is um, people have a login through bootylovefitness.com. Mm -hmm. And so they can, so they can uh, do $12 a month for a subscription service, or they can purchase six months at a time for $60 or purchase a full year of videos for $99. And it's a streaming service. Um, so just actually getting the e-commerce part of that set up, like, oh my God, it, you know, yeah. I can't even begin to describe how challenging that has been, um, because it is totally not my wheelhouse. And, you know, so you have to find professionals that you can trust who will develop this infrastructure for you. Um, and I would say that's been one of the more challenging things is just getting the website set up and getting the user experience convenient and easy so that my members can log in and see all of the videos that I've done for them and they get access to new videos every three months, but just so that their experience of that is easy. That's, I would say, has been the most challenging part and also the most, the most expensive part. Yes, absolutely there. <laughs> so expensive. Well, I think it's really interesting because, you know, when people see the front end, it's beautiful and it's like, oh, this is great. This is easy. I can do this. I can subscribe to this. I can get these. And she's beautiful and look at this great work she's doing. And yet, you know, we're for the most part solopreneurs. Yeah. Right. And it we do everything. I mean, yes. Yes, we hire the people, we right. have a web designer and we hire, you know, that person and that person and to learn the technology. When that's not what I really want to do. No, right. not at all. It is, it is like literally the last thing I want to do. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, my, my challenge has been because it's right. Like, so, you know, in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to be able to delegate things. Right. So like I have 
my designer and I have my developer and I have my photographers and I have a really strong team. And then I have my music producer who is also my boyfriend of almost 10 years. And he's, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> it's, it's great. I, I have an in-house producer. Nice. And so it's awesome because he can create all of this original music for the video. Oh, see, and that's, that's a tough one that a lot of dancers yes. have problem with yeah. it's it's been it's challenging and that too is expensive um you know because and so i'm lucky because i have my man danny corn and then i have um i have a bunch of dj and producer friends so i can hire them to make original music for me and then i can use that as the backdrop for my videos to avoid any sort of licensing issues right. but if i didn't have that anything. yeah i don't know what i would do you know like it's so that's really hard. Um, and even just getting that lined up, I mean, getting all the music licensing done and all the mixing done and all of that was like a $10,000 project. Um, and that's the thing that I think people don't quite realize is how much money and time goes into the back end to create a simple user experience. So would you do anything different? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so, although I will say that I do have days where I think to myself that had I known <laughs> how long and arduous and expensive the journey would be, I might think twice about it, but now that I'm on it, I'm just doing it. You know, um, like when I, when I got the class trademarked nationally, that was the first big level up. And it was expensive and costly and really inspired me to get my shit together, you know? And then once I had that, it was like, okay, well now I have the trademark. Now I can distribute things nationally. I should do that. And then it became time to do the videos and get all that lined up. And so it's been this sort of incremental step-by-step -step challenge process. Um, I would say the thing that I would do a little bit differently is I would, I would maybe not teach as many live classes mm. um, just to create a little bit more of a scarcity model. <laughs> um, you know, because one of the reasons why the videos have been so successful is because my classes are packed and they have wait lists. So a lot of people can't make it to classes either because they can't get in or just for various reasons. So I have the videos that they can access and it provides a way where they, we can still hang out together and they can still do the booty love program. Um, but you know, I, I do feel like I maybe in the beginning wouldn't have taught as many live classes and because it does leads to a little bit of burnout. Yes. I've experienced that several times over <laughs> from 20 classes a week to <laughs> ah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's but a lot. On the other hand, you also need that experience. Right. Or I feel, you know, mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't be where I was if I hadn't taught all those classes every week. It's true. And, you know, and the other thing too, um, I do business consulting for um, fitness business people. And one of the things is a lot of people when they're first starting out will say, oh yeah, I want to do videos. And I'm like, well, hold on a sec. There needs to be an organic demand for those videos before you go and invest in that. And so, you know, a lot of times when I'm working with entrepreneurs and they only want to have an online platform, I tend to caution them against that because unless you build 
some sort of base organically and it can take a bit of time, no one cares what you're doing online. They just don't, you know, and it's a really crowded marketplace. So it's like you, you have to meet people in real life first, establish a really strong base. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's very easy to get people to meet you online or to go with you on retreats or do any of that. And I think, I mean, you learn so much from that, from that in-person mm -hmm. contact, you know, you, I mean, from everything, from just how to run the class to what the people want, what works, mm -hmm. what doesn't work, what looks fantastic, what sucks, right? what hurts, what, you know, mm -hmm. what, everything, anything, any of that, plus running the class. Yeah. You know, the, the technical aspects of just sign-ins and take right. money and, and how do you process money and do you have products and mm -hmm. you know, I am kind of a product queen. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, um, you know, that's really important. It is. And it's, it, it's talking to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's important. I found to have multiple revenue streams as well. So, um, you know, like with me, I have my personal training business. So my LLC is body love fitness and that incorporates sort of, it's my umbrella company and that's my training, all of my group fitness classes. Um, and then, you know, booty love is sort of a little subset underneath that. Um, and I found that when you are a movement instructor, you have to have a lot of side hustles in order to make it work. So, you know, it's like, like I, I have, yeah, it's such a thing. So I, you know, I have my retreats, I have my apparel, I have my videos, I sell music mixes on the site. Um, and then I teach my classes and all that. And I do a lot of Skype training with people. So, which is really fun. Um, but you know, it's like, if you have all your eggs in one basket, you get really stuck. And it's hard to grow from that place. So that takes me around to what is it that you do for yourself <laughs> every day? I love talking about daily self-care rituals. Yeah. Um, well, I have two magical cats mm -hmm. and they're, they're Bengal and Chaucy mixes. So they're very sexy little cats. Um, so I spend a lot of time rubbing their bellies, which I find to be very therapeutic and they enjoy as well. Um, so on the daily, um, I have, you know, I, I rub my kitty's bellies. I get really good cuddles with my boyfriend. Um, and I, you know, I spend, I take really long showers. I know that's bad. I know that it's Portland. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I take really long hot showers because my body is sore all the time because I just exercise all the time. And so I would say like my long hot showers, cuddling with the cats, cuddling with my man or like that's, that's my daily, my daily sort of, um, recharge. Nice. How about, um, personal, uh, movement for yourself or I mean yeah. do, you have a, do you have a daily practice that you do just for yourself or do you have a, a journal oh. or food you know yeah so I guess like just for myself I am a really big fan I try and do well I say this is for myself it's also for the world a little bit I lately I've been doing 15 minutes of daily action um, so I, I have this, uh, website that I'm on called dailyaction.org and with everything that's going on, I've been feeling a little overwhelmed with the political climate and it's been taking its toll on me. So what I've been doing that helps me 
and that helps other people too is I get these alerts for like, you know, house bill, blah, blah, blah is up for a vote and, you know, call this Senator and urge them to blah, 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 blah. And I had been feeling really helpless and really freaked out by everything. And now that I've been doing my 15 minutes of daily action, I feel so much better. It's, it's been really good. And I know that it's not necessarily something that's like just for me, but I will say that it has helped me get a hold on anxiety, on feelings of hopelessness and things like that. Um, you know, just feeling like proactive outside of my little sphere. That is freaking awesome. It's been really helpful. And then once I'm, and once I'm done with that, I compartmentalize it and I'm, I don't have to think about it anymore. Well, and don't you think, I mean, there's a lot of people who do feel helpless and hopeless and what can they do? And you forget that sometimes just a smile. Yes, is totally. It's important. The little things really do count. I mean, I sign so many petitions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big animal advocate. That's where I, mm -hmm. that's my, whoo, don't get me started there. But anyway, Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, and um, it really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing a day or one thing a week or however, whatever it is you do, I think that is important because so much of what we do is about giving back and about being of service. And, and I mean, the work I do, I think, is of huge service mm -hmm. to making someone else feel good and to make them happy. And when someone is happy, then there's the trickle down effect. And yeah whether it's a huge political storm or if it's just one person to one person to one person it's all about the love it's true it's true and and being able to represent that as much as possible um and you know it's funny because i spend so much time in front of people in my week in my in my like day-to-day -day life i'm a cancer and so i i'm very actually sort of introverted mm -hmm. so when i on the weekends i hide like I, this is me with the covers over my head. Like I just hide, I go into my shell and I like just hide out of my house and it, and it's really nice <laughs> um, because then I can let my voice rest and I can sort of emerge into the world again and give again, you know? Um, Would you really classify yourself as an introvert or do you think that you're just taking a rest? Well, you know, I don't know because I definitely, I like my rest. Like if napping and sleeping were an Olympic sport, I would win like all <laughs> the medals. Like I'm so good at it. Oh. Um, and I, and I'm really good at being by myself. I, for like extended periods, like weeks and months, I really like being by myself. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I, I've, I've heard there's this classification classification called like, um, and it like, an introverted extrovert, you know, and I like, I sort of feel like I'm, I'm that cause I can definitely, I can like turn it on and it's authentic and it's coming from a place of, you know, complete like heart center. Um, but then when I am at home, you know, I'm definitely a lot quieter and I, I hide and I can read books like all weekend long and not have to engage. You know, um, what kind of books do you read? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> okay, so this might be a little bit cliche. Um, I, I have one degree that I have is in English literature. So I love, I'm a really voracious reader. Um, but I love reading historical fictions with female protagonists who are doing things that they are told that they should not be doing. <laughs> like it's really funny like I, like my boyfriend can pick totally like he can put he can pick books out for me really easily because it's like oh is this like a you know a really well-written historical fiction about a woman that's like doing something that the man tells her she's not supposed to do and I'm like yes that's all I want <laughs> so like yeah I love all that stuff um and I'm and I'm quite a history buff too so I like reading fiction that has um, a really strong factual and historical basis to it. Yeah. And I am a total murder mystery fanatic. Really? <laughs> yes. I love murder mysteries. Oh my God. That's so fun. Miracle. I know. I love it. Totally addicted. Yeah. I was going to, I was going back to something about, oh, the introvert extrovert, because I feel like I've always been an extrovert and, and, um, and now my dog's talking. <laughs> they got the circus going on over here. Um, and when you're in front of people all the time, you know, whether it's a small class to the big festival. Yeah. You know, I mean, it takes, it, it takes an enormous amount of energy and stamina and desire. And I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I'm really good at it. And I just, I love it. I love teaching. I love sharing it just, and to see, you know, to see my students and whatever, just doing it. It's just like, woohoo. That's so great. Yeah. And then I do. And then I want to go hide in the closet sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But you know, sometimes I feel like an introvert. Like sometimes if I'm not working and I go out, it's like, I'm just going to stand Totally. I just want to watch. Yes. And then yeah. sometimes I want to be on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know if it's an introvert extrovert thing or if it's just a taking care of myself, you mm -hmm. know, or giving myself a rest or just backing off. Yeah. I can't be on all the time. No, it's exhausting. And when I was um, when I was younger, I was a fire performer for years and years. And so I spun poi and I ate fire and I did fire hula hoop and all the things. And um, it was interesting. I did that from like, I would say right after I graduated college. Oh, my parents were so livid. I like graduated college and moved to Venice Beach and became a nude art model and a fire performer. And they were like, fuck. Anyway, so um, <laughs> they were really irritated. Um, and I did that for a long time. And um, I think it was, I did that for a long time. And then when I turned 28, I was just like, I don't need to be covered in sequins with fire all around me anymore. Like, I don't need to be the center of attention at every party. I don't, you know, I really craved that for a second. And I recognized that. And then I sort of reached a point where I didn't, I was like, that other girl over there, she can do that. You know, like she should be up on stage and doing those things. I don't, it doesn't have to be me. And um, that's when I started to get really into teaching because it was so much fun to like help other people spin poi and hula hoop and teach them how to eat fire and like to watch them be really excited about it and see them on stage and be able to applaud them and, and not have any weird feelings about it at all. If anything, I was like, I'm so glad I'm not on stage right now, <laughs> you know? 
That's so beautiful. Ah, there's nothing like it. And I love, and I, I don't know about you, but I also teach the teachers. So I have a lot of teacher uh -huh. certifications and I love giving them the experience and the skills to be able to take it to their people. Mm -hmm. so it's always passing it down, you know, and I love that. I've, I've written a lot about that, passing it on as I get older, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm 59. So I've been oh, wow. a long time. Long well done. Time. You make it look good. <laughs> well, it's because I'm living a great life. Yeah. And I'm taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm dancing. I'm moving my body. I'm eating incredible food. I'm happy. And there you go, right? Yeah. So, um, but, but I don't want to do those same things I did before. Great. Right. So, and <laughs> there she goes. She's having a conversation back there. She's my so vocal. She's very vocal. I think she thinks it's dinner time. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, but she does that in the middle of the night too. Yeah. Mm. So fun. Funny. I love them. Gotta have them. Just oh, totally. <laughs> um, uh, see, now I lost my train of thought. But, but it is taking care of yourself and it is doing the work that you love. And, and, and adapting and changing with your time. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love that. I love getting older. I don't have any problems with that. I love, I love where I've been and I love the path that I'm on and I'm continually, continuously learning and changing and adding to my repertoire. Mm -hmm. so I'm now a certified life coach. I study with Tony Robbins and I do a lot of energy work. I'm back, I'm kind of come full circle from when I was a masseuse at, at right. in San Francisco in the 20, when I was in my 20s. Now I'm coming back to doing more body work. Oh, wow. I know, it's just awesome. And it's, are you finding that it's hard on your body? Because being a masseuse is really well, challenging. I'm doing massage though, I'm doing energy work. Okay, so then that's, yeah. So that's different. Um, but it's still, it's bringing in all my passions and all the modalities that I've, I've learned in the past. I'm learning now. And I just keep evolving and changing and loving. Yeah. And I got to move. I still got to move. <laughs> For sure. Well, and it's such a big deal. Like, um, you know, I have so many of my clients that are, I call them desk jockeys. You know, they, they have these office jobs and, you know, it's just sort of the way of it. Um, and a lot of times they'll be really stressed out and, and I'll be like, you, let's just move for 10 minutes, you know? And, and then after that, I'm like, do you feel better? And they're like, yes, it's like I'm a new person. And I'm like, yeah, that's all it takes. You know, like everyone, I feel like people are always looking for this sort of magic pill and really it's just, it's movement. And whatever that means, you know, everyone sort of gravitates towards different things. Um, but even 10 minutes of light cardio per day is enough to like lower people's blood pressure and their risk of heart disease and their risk of depression. And um, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is I'm a senior fitness specialist. Mm -hmm. so I work with a lot of older clients um, and it's so rewarding. Mm -hmm. It is just, you know, it's so special because when I work with my older clients, not only are they, they teach me so much, right? Cause they've done so much in their lives and they have these amazing life stories and histories, but, um, I'm working with them on things that will keep them living independently for so much longer than they otherwise would. And I'm, I work with them on things like balance and stability, maintaining bone density, 
um, using both hemispheres of the brain, you know? And so I talk to them a lot about moving their bodies as though they're playing an instrument, right? And so you have to do like alternating arm and alternating leg things. And, you know, you have to do different movements, movements that you don't do in your daily life to keep yourself stimulated. And some of that is some of the more rewarding stuff because my younger clients that I work with, it's like, oh, you know, I have my trip to Vegas coming up and I want to like look nice in a bikini or whatever. <laughs> and, and I'll help them get there. And that's totally fine and fun. But when it's, when I'm working with my older clients and it's like, I want to, their goal is to be able to get up and down the stairs in their house or to be able to pick their grandchildren up and carry them around. That's really important stuff. And it really improves the quality of their lives in this huge way. It's super special. Oh, my heart is just like bursting open right now. It's so great. It's really cool. And like in a lot of the classes that I teach, one of the things that has been really great to see is all the friendships and connections that have blossomed between my students. So they'll start out as strangers. And like I have one group at Me Fitness Studios, which is one of the places that I teach here in Portland. We started out with like two people and it took a little bit of time for the class to build. And now we have like 15 to 20 people in each class and they're all really good friends and they have book clubs and they have sewing clubs. They all went and marched in the women's March on January 21st. Um, you know, they've, um, we have a refugee from Iran that one of my students has taken in and all of my other students are helping take the, take her to the grocery store and take her shopping and, you know, just help her integrate. And so it's been really wonderful to see that it's not just the fitness component, but it's the community building as well. Yes. And that is one of the biggest components for sure. Definitely in my tribal belly dance world, the biggest component is community. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because we, we need to be connected. We are here mm -hmm. to connect. Mm -hmm. It's true. We're, we're hungry for it. We're, we're starving for it. Some people you know, don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. And I find in the context of a class, it's nice because you can connect people without them even knowing it or realizing it, you know, like, like you sort of sneak it in a little bit. Um, and so in a lot of my classes, I have them do partner work. Mm -hmm. So they'll do partner work with like resistance bands or medicine balls or whatever it is, you know. And then suddenly, you know, and I make everyone high five after they've done their set, you know, so suddenly they've made this new friend where, and that's really useful for people that are maybe a little bit socially awkward or a little bit shy, just don't feel very confident. You can create situations that facilitate bonding without them having to do the work. And, and I think that that makes it a lot more accessible. That's awesome. That's <laughs> great work. It's great work, you know, and, and even though we both, we both do the same thing yet completely different. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, it's just great work to be doing and to, um, be loving what we do. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. I mean, I, I try and remember that cause I, I work like 45 to 50 hours a week and I, I get really, um, overwhelmed and exhausted sometimes. Hence my gnarly coffee, coffee habit. It's, it's intense. Like I drink a lot of coffee. Um, but you know, the thing that I always come back to is like how fun it is. Like I get, like I work out in spandex all day with people, 
you know, and it's, that's it is all I do. I just hang out with people and we move together and all my personal training clients tell me all the things. So you end up as sort of this like, um, completely unqualified therapist, you know, I like, <laughs> they just tell me things and I lock it away, you know? Um, but like, it's really special to be able to connect with people through movement and to be able to have a job that we love because there's so many people in this world that they have jobs that they do because they have to and that aren't satisfying to them, but they have to for whatever reason. And to be able to find something that you're passionate about and you get to make money at it is really special. And, and again, you know, it's all about the steps, the action that you do to get there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not easy, but, but it's, you wouldn't change it for the world, would you? No, not at all. Not at all. And, you know, doing the retreats is really fun too, because like I'm leaving for three weeks in March um, and I'm doing a booty love beach retreat in Tulum for a week. And then I have a week off and I'm going to scout out new locations down there. And then I'm doing a be inspired retreat with another colleague of mine, Pamela Seri, who's awesome. Um, and so I get to do those two retreats. And then I have another retreat in Baja, Mexico in May. And those are so fun because I get to bring together people all over, you know, some people I know, some people, they just find me and we go, but we have a full week in paradise where the only thing we have to do is show up for our classes. If we want to, if we want to take a nap, we can take a nap, eat really delicious food, hang out on the beach, go swimming, go on excursions and just connect with each other and disconnect from the things that stress us out and bog us down. And those, you know, doing the retreats, I've been doing them, um, leading my own for four years now. It's so special because the bonds that people create in those environments are huge. It's like so many of my ladies that come when they first met, like in year one, they were strangers and now they're all best friends. And I have about an 80% retention rate so now I have all these ladies, they'll just come because they want to hang out with each other. And so they're like, where are we going? And then I tell them and then they'll go. And, and they know the, the benefit and the delight of taking a retreat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's a big step. You know, it's like the, I try and make them very affordable for people um, because I want it to be something that's really accessible. Um, and... But still, you know, this people can get a little freaked out by the sticker price, even though it is affordable for what you get. Um, and but once people do it, they they're they're like, that's all I want to do. You know, they like my mom. My mom comes on all my retreats. She got super hooked, and now she doesn't just come on mine. She goes on like yoga retreats in India, and she's like, like now she goes on all the retreats. It's like she just loves to travel that way now. It's nice. You know, someone else takes care of all the details and you just get to show up and be pampered. I think you and I need to talk retreats. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Years and, and uh, it is, it's just a great, it's a great thing to do. It is. It's, it's really wonderful. And it's, you know, for me, I teach so many classes every day and I have so many clients every day that going on a retreat I teach my one class per day mm. and then my yoga instructor teaches her one class per day and that's it. You know, so to me, it feels like quite a vacation as well because I just get to have all this epic 
quality time with these ladies. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and then for me, it's like a vacation. It's really good. Love it. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I, I love the work that you're doing and, and what you bring to the world and what you bring to your, your people and your clients and, you know, fitness and strength and well-being and joy. Joy, lots of joy. Yeah, hopefully as much joy as possible is what we need. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. So great to meet you. Yeah, you too. We, yeah. And we live like you. next door practically, I think. But <laughs> Oh, are you in Northeast? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, the sky is the same. So yeah, we probably are really close. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And that's awesome. I will, I will put all of Heather's information down below so you can get on her list and you can look at her online classes or take her class or go on one of her retreats. Yeah, I do. I, I, have, um, I have a couple spots for my Tulum retreat that I'm doing March 11th through the 18th. Right and then now. I have more spots available for the Be Inspired one March 25th through April 1st. So all that info is on my website too. So you can just click on any of those links and it'll just go right there. And it's so nice to, to hear a little bit of your backstory and the back business. Again, this is what this is about. It's like, how do we, how do, we do what we want to do? How do we do the work we want to do? I mean, it's not just dreaming up the work. It's taking the action and it's finding, finding the help. There's one of them. Yeah, this, is, this is Crispin. Say hi, Crispin. Oh, Say hey, hi. beauty. Oh, look Isn't at he handsome? Oh, my boy. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it is so nice to share some of the backstory because it's not all glitter. No, but it's a lot of glitter. Yeah, it is. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, I, I still, there's still a lot of glitter, but you know, there's, there's a lot of like sweat behind the glitter too. <laughs> yeah. It's just cleansing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. So, all right. Well, I'm going to try to put my song back on because yeah. my theory is that once you start making these changes and you start living your dream, life will never be the same. Love it. Thank you. We can dance our way out. Thank you everyone for joining us for another edition of Heart and Hustle. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I'm Paulette Reese-Denise. And I thank you all for being here again. And thank you, Heather. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>